Hi, you're listening to 48 Minutes, and this is Tim Kittrow from NBA Jam. Ooh, boom, shakalaka. I guess if you're watching on Facebook and you already saw me do two episodes tonight, don't worry. It's fine. This is a new show. I promise. I've been working a lot tonight. Um, yeah. Got a lot to catch up on. So you're, Sean, not as, you're not as high energy as you were before. I will be though. We're okay. getting there. I don't know <laughs> if I believe you, but go ahead. So we're going to talk about a few different things here because everything is going crazy, not just in the election, but in the NBA and when are we going to start? And Woj is like, Hey guys, I know the election's going on right now, but like, here's some basketball news. And everyone's like, not today, man, not today. Read the room, bro. Yeah. 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 Shout out John King, by the way, of CNN, that guy, I don't think has quit working at all. No. Oh my God. God bless. God bless that human being. (laughs) I think the whole, the whole country owes him beers, no matter who wins. So I know. I know. Yeah, we'll get past that, though. Let's talk some hoops. Uh, Sean, it looks like it's being reported that basketball will be back much, much sooner than expected. You and I have kind of had this idea in mind that we would thought like January 1st, maybe uh, a lot of players are pushing for Martin Luther King Day, you know, play a condensed season. But apparently December 22nd is looking more and more like it's going to happen because obviously the NBA doesn't want to lose money. Um, there's a lot of talk about, you know, about 20% of fans being allowed in arenas, which to the Charlotte Hornets, that's like, oh, yeah, that's great. Sure, we'll take that. No problem. Um, <laughs> that's, that's a normal Tuesday night for us. That's a, that's a, that's a Tuesday game. Yeah. And then um, it looks like – so this is kind of crazy. So right now the timeline looks like this. The draft is the 18th mm-hmm. of November. Free agency would be – 48 to 72 hours after that. So the draft's on a Wednesday. So Saturday, maybe. Okay. Uh, the 21st. Awesome. And then the, M- the NBA season starts December 22nd with camp starting December 1st. So look, I totally understand that the pandemic has put all of this in a mess. And I totally like respect that. And I know that they're doing the best they can, but this sounds terrible. Like this kind of sounds like this season's going to be kind of just like thrown together. And then 2021, 2022 is when they're going to try to be like back on track. Cause right now they're trying to get this in before the Olympics. So the season would end in like June and then the Olympics would start, which LeBron's already said, like, I'm going to play in 20 the 2021 Olympics. No, you're not. No, you're not. If you guys yeah. go to the championship, you're definitely not playing. We know. No, this. And, and you don't need to. No. Yeah. I think, I think with everything that's going on, um, it's, it's evident right now that the the NBA is going to lose just an absolute assload of money if they do not start in December. It's like billions, isn't it? Yeah, like one point five, I think it was. Yeah, it's 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 something ridiculous, and um, uh, you know the Christmas games bring a whole lot of revenue. I believe it was two thousand eleven when they started the NBA season mm-hmm. um, on Christmas, and it was a it was still a fine year. Um, but that wasn't when the season randomly ended in October. So, but you know, you think about the teams that are rested more are rested than aren't at this mm-hmm. point. 
Um, and it's unfortunate, you know, but, you know, I feel like the players pushed and pushed and pushed to finish the season this year and they got their wish and LeBron got his ring and the Lakers got their championship and everything. But it's like uh, rest of the league's probably going to be like, our, I mean, they, they don't want to start in December. I think they all want to start uh, in January, but I don't think it's going to, they also want to get the timeline back on. Um, yeah. There were too many, uh, you know, I know there was a lot of, you know, um, of the blame game going around this year about the NBA, about the, um, you know, the social mess, the social justice messages that were going around that was causing their ratings to dip. And it's like, they were also competing with tons of other sports at the time, which was a huge factor in all that, including the NFL, including the NFL, exactly. America's, you know, most watched sports. So, um, you know, they have to get back on a track and it's it, the way that they have the schedule set up to start in, in typically late September, early October, or is it, no, it's, when does the NBA season start typically? October, late October? Yeah, middle of October. Middle of October. Yeah, because yeah, remember, used, it used to be Halloween. It used and to be Halloween. A couple of years ago, they pushed it out to be a little earlier. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I'm, I'm like sitting there thinking, I'm like, what year is it? What do they do? How do we usually do this? That's where I'm at this year. Yeah, um, I think a but, lot of us um, are. But, uh, you know, if they get that going, uh, if they get back on track, they can get back to their normal schedule and everything can kind of fall back into place as it was. Um, so, um, it looks like it's going to end up happening for Christmas. I'm happy as a basketball fan that I'm going to get, um, you know, some games then I'm already missing it a little bit because, mm -hmm. and I'd like to see some fans in the seats again. I'm not even going to lie. I don't know if that's sure. the responsible thing to do at this point. I don't really think it is, but at the same time, I'm like, you know, it's like, they're not going to, you know, I don't think the teams are going to survive completely. If you don't, if you don't have some stand, some people in the stands. And I think if you do it right, it'll be fine. So I agree. If you do it right, it'll be fine. And, um, you know, it's going to be a thing, but you know, they're not going to be in the bubble this time though. And, um, teams are going to probably get back to being, they became the gold standard uh, for literally the entire United States for, <laughs> <laughs> for handling a pandemic. It was, it was absolutely incredible what they did. Um, and, uh, they're going to get out of that and stuff's probably going to happen again. Um, so, it's going to be really interesting to see what happens, but I, I firmly believe that we're going to get the December just because they're going to lose too much money. And other, the other factor, like you mentioned was the Olympics and the NBA can't compete with that. Um, uh, the, the, you know, the television ratings are, I mean, they want people watching the Olympics. So it's, uh, you can't have the finals going on at the same time. It's not going to work. Yeah. Not to mention they'll have players, and they'll have players playing too yeah, in the Olympics, the yeah. summer Olympics. So it's like, they're going to have people playing. So, um, and I, I think we're going to get like, probably like a freaking like D squad of players by the time this <laughs> is all done. You know? It'll be like team USA basketball. Like last year in the FIBAs when we were like, Oh, Kemba Walker's the best player on the team. Okay. Sure. You know, and, and, <laughs> you know, it's just the, the rest of the, the world, the global games changed. And, you know, a lot of these teams have some really good players and they play hard and it's much more difficult than it was in freaking 1992. Oh yeah. So. Australia is definitely licking their chops. They're like, bring whatever USA <laughs> team you guys aren't going to be able to put together. Cause what, we'll run through whatever them. you can duct tape together and throw on the floor here. You know, that'll, yeah. that'll be fine. It's going to end up being like Jamal Crawford. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it'll be like all those guys like Michael Beasley who like were supposed to like sign like late in the year to be in the bubble like J.R. Smith. 
if that happens, can we can we refer to this U.S. Olympic team as the Suicide Squad? <laughs> <laughs> I hope I just, so. I just I just feel like that would be fitting. But yeah, but, uh, I agree. So yeah, I think definitely it's going to happen. Um, yes, as a basketball fan, I'm stoked that you know the season's coming back sooner. Uh, it's hard for me not to think about like the mental things for these guys. You know, I think we have this issue in America where we dehumanize athletes a lot. So like, yeah the human element of like this turnaround and trying to put it all back together. Especially and after all these guys were stuck in a bubble for months on a hundred days. Yeah. A hundred days, which, well, the, the ones that were there the longest were there the hundred days. So, you know, it's, it's tough. So. Yeah. It's a lot. And the, like, how are their bodies at this point? Like I know like LeBron's already been back in the gym. He's posting stuff. And like, obviously that's because he's yeah. insane. He's an um, insane person. So with that being said, like, with everything being so close and so quick, I don't really, you know, we've talked about this for quite a while now. I don't really know if free agency is going to be like, we already knew it was a bad class, but I don't really think there's gonna be a lot of movement. Like I really can't see a situation. Cause like the money situation from between like the whole China issue, plus like the pandemic, um, you know, having a short time to really negotiate contracts and find a place to live. You know, if you sign a contract with a team, like you got to go find a house, and you start yeah. playing in five weeks, like that's pretty hard to do when you're, you know, moving across the country in some circumstances. So, um, or if, you know, you sign with the Raptors, you don't know where you're going to be playing home games or where you're going to be living. So you're like, you know, so it's, it's all like kind of crazy up in the air. Um, I do see a lot of case. I know we've heard a lot of like, well, trades will be a big thing. And I, I expect that. Um, so I kind of am wondering like what that's going to look like. Um, obviously we've talked about quite a few guys. We talked quite a bit about Chris Paul where he could be traded to Victor Oladipo has come up quite a bit and yeah. this kind of brings us to our next segment and talking about uh, Drew Holiday and Stan Van Gundy takes the job and then finds out Drew Holiday is getting shopped. And I'm sure if I'm Stan Van Gundy, I am pissed about that. Um, yes. You know, because this team, you know, they have the 13th pick in this draft. It's not like they have a great fill in guy. I know obviously last year they had this fantastic draft where, they got Zion Williamson and they got, you know, all these players that go with them, like Nikhil Alexander Walker and Jackson Hayes. And they bring Lonzo Ball and Brandon Ingram in. They yeah. signed JJ Redick. And it's like, yeah, great. But True Holiday was like the guy that kind of kept it all together. And the um, glue uh, guy. Like the all star glue guy. Like he's an all star and he's the glue guy. Like, so he's kind of the guy that, like, he's their best, you know, their best defender. He's the leader of that team. So I don't necessarily know what's going to happen here with New Orleans. Like everyone loves Drew Holiday, including ev- all 29 NBA teams. Um, you've never heard a team. Literally. <laughs> yeah. You've never heard someone say a bad thing about Drew Holiday. So obviously a ton of teams are coming up. And obviously the Lakers are going to come up because of the relationship with Anthony Davis and Rajon Rondo. And everyone wants big threes back. I want big threes back. I miss it. I cannot wait to see the Warriors healthy again. Um, so you know, we talked about, I know, like salary wise, the Drew Holiday for Kyle Kuzma and Danny Green trade works, but I think the Pelicans are done trading to the Lakers. I don't think that's going to be a thing anymore. Yeah. I think they had their run. Um, but a lot, every team possible is probably calling to see what they can do and see if they can make it happen. And, you know, would the Celtics be able to make a deal happen where they could put him with Kemba and Brown and Tatum? Because that would be ridiculous, even with like fewer, you know, you have to give up Marcus Smart, but yeah, you're going to give up Marcus Smart for Drew Holiday. Um, you know, can you know 
can the Clippers find a way to make this happen? No, they can't. They don't have any anything. Literally, they're they're basically strapped for strapped a decade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, but like, what about the Mavericks? Do they have a trick they can make? Like, what you know, they're a team that's trying to kind of move up to that upper echelon. We know the Warriors are going to be there, you know, back again. So he's a guy that's probably going to be like him and Chris Paul. I think will probably be the biggest names as far as trade talks. Um, and they'll probably both get moved. Yeah, I think they will, yeah. uh, especially Chris Paul. I cannot see a situation with a new Thunder head coach. Yeah. He's and, he's moving on. Yeah, and I know he's already said he'd like to stay in. The, allegedly, he'd like to stay in either Los, go to Los Angeles or New York. So, where he'd like for his next basketball home to be. Um, and I'm, my assumption says that he's not going back to the Clippers. So I can only imagine what no. he means there. So. Yeah. What is your take on this? Because I feel like for the 37th year in a row, we're talking about Drew Holiday and trade rumors. And I must say that I don't know if there will ever be a time where we don't talk about Drew Holiday and trade rumors. Even when he retires, we'll probably still be discussing Drew Holiday and trade rumors. I think Drew Holiday is one of those guys who could probably fit pretty much any need in the NBA for any team. Yes. um, To some degree. Um, even if you already have a starting point guard or shooting guard, he's he's one of those guys who's adaptable and you can you can throw him in a situation and he's going to usually succeed in anything he's doing. Um, you know, I always kind of wish he would have stayed in Philly. I thought that, you know, like, you know, who knows what would have happened if, you know, you had that whole crew that you assembled through the draft with, you know, him on top of it. I think I think it would have been kind of a little bit more interesting team. Um there's a lot of teams that are very probably, you know, I mean, we could throw out usual suspects, Victor Oladipo, you know, people, people that are going to, you know, which a lot of teams are already saying that they want to see him play first before they're willing to give up assets for Victor Oladipo at this point. We Makes don't know sense. what kind of Victor Oladipo you're getting. Um, now that doesn't mean that someone's not going to trade for Victor Oladipo, but you know, it could, but you know, I would put him on the list, you know, as somebody you could sue. Um, I could see, you know, a lot of other teams being, you know, you know, interested in him. Every team, every team, you know, I can't necessarily see the Warriors being interested in him. Right. Um, but uh, with their or the Blazers their, or the Blazers, yeah, places where you've got, you know, a solid backcourt already, where right. your backcourt's, you know, kind of set in stone Cleveland. at the moment. <laughs> I don't know. No. 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 <laughs> no for a second i thought you were being serious <laughs> i was like what's wrong with you go burn all that cleveland crap in your your, your closet tim <laughs> driving you crazy um i mean could you see him in a scenario where maybe you know a contender like maybe miami makes a move for him oh yeah that'd be awesome um i think he's worth I'm trying to think. Um, how do I say this politely? Because, like, according to Ben Steiner, you won't give up Tyler Hero for Drew Holiday. <laughs> That's a thing. Yeah, I know. Um, I mean, I mean, the hype, the hype uh, for the for the young Miami Heat is real. Yes, it's I real. love that team. Love it's that real. team. It's real. I but mean, if I can put Drew Holiday with Jimmy Butler to be my like lead defenders with Bam Adebayo behind me, like, yeah, oh yeah. Clamps, yeah. clamps, and, and Miami is going to make some sort of dazzling move this off. Oh, for sure, they have the pieces. Um, they can afford to make a move with one of those young guys. Um, I'm, 
who knows what they'll do. I li- I'd like to see him keep it together and just kind of continue to move up organically. Um, I'm not anti him going to the Pacers and all him and his brothers being together. I think that. Oh be yeah, fun. yeah that that is true. They would be together, wouldn't they? Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm. Be... I mean, Chicago could give up something for him. <laughs> yeah, Brooklyn. 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 Yeah, I guess. I guess so. I don't know. The Rockets. If you want Kyrie, if you want Kyrie Irving to to ruin him. Yeah. I mean, the Rockets wouldn't give up anyone for him. The only way they're going to give up Russell Westbrook is Giannis. I don't know if you've heard this or not by these <laughs> Rockets fans that are crazy. And they, and they might not, and they might not even do that. Yes. <laughs> they might not even do that. No. Yeah. No. Well, I'm sure you saw that report coming out that like, they're like the 76ers are interested in James Harden. I'm like, yeah, every team is like, yeah, he's one of the greatest <laughs> scorers of all time. Of course they are. Yeah. You know, I'm interested in a PlayStation five. Yeah. Same. Yeah, everyone is. Yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's James Harden. Like, yeah, I think I think James Harden is one, of, and that's another one. We're gonna hear rumblings about that. Houston, it, it's a non-starter right now with them. They're not even. They trade James Harden. They are rebuilding immediately. Yeah. Although they might even be rebuilding now. So. Yeah. Well, apparently this like uh, some people because were, they're were, were talking about trading Westbrook. Obviously. And some people were saying that Kevin O'Connor reported, this was like during the playoffs, that there were GMs that said they value Rajon Rondo's contract and his like his production more than they value Westbrook at his production and contract right now. And that's sad because wow. Rajon Rondo is good for three months of the year. That is that is that is sad. And a couple of years ago, it looked like he was out of the league. Yeah. After after the the stuff that happened in Dallas with Rick Carlisle, like that was I thought that was going to be it for him. Even like the Chicago stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like it I was, was like, oh yeah, he's going to Beijing. Yeah. So I don't know, man. Um, I think Holiday is going to be. I think Stan Van Gundy's going to like petition to keep him because obvious reasons. I think he's huge for them. Um, if you talk to people, like when I talked to Chris Connor last week, he didn't seem to think Drew Holiday would not be on the team, and he's pretty tapped into what the Pelicans are doing. Yeah. So, but I think people are going to make calls. Obviously, if, if you know, and I think the Lakers are going to be very aggressive. I don't necessarily know what they can offer the Pelicans that they haven't already offered to them. The Pelicans in a trade before, yeah. Um, because you know they're not trading Anthony Davis back there. Um, but I, I do think that like that's very attractive oh yeah the idea of those three together like that's very exciting it's good for basketball um even if people hate the lakers it gives you something to watch because it gives you like i want to watch those guys lose they load it up um and i think you know with this whole like early start they're gonna try to make life easy on lebron he's gonna be 36 by the time the season starts with the way it's going and you know he just played for the championship and all that stuff they're gonna try to get some guys that can play defense so he doesn't absolutely have to all out again absolutely so, yeah, I, even with a short year, I still think the Lakers are probably um, the betting odd favorites to win again next year. Absolutely. If Anthony Davis comes back. If. If. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Know. But I, I, you know, I do think they'll have Chris Paul or or Drew Holiday. I, I know I'm like, don't have anything to back it up. Um, but something feels like this Chris Paul Lakers thing will finally happen after it was turned down in the past, especially not LeBron. Ten fan. years ago. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I still remember getting the uh, the text update um, Same. for that uh, for that for them turning that trade down. I was at a I was at a Christmas party uh, for my company that I work for, 
And I was just like shocked. I had never seen anything like that. I'm like, turned down for basketball reasons? Yes. Like, what what happened there? Yeah, I know. It's insane. It was like the weirdest time because it was like, because like I listened to a pod Chris Paul did recently where he talked about it. He's like, yeah, he's like, I thought I was going to Lakers. He's like, I was on the phone with Kobe. We were talking about how excited we were to play together. And all of a sudden, it wasn't happening. Yeah. It's out of the blue. So that was, yeah, definitely a unique time in the history of the NBA. Um, let's get to a little bit of draft talk. Um, there's a lot of buzz going on about different things happening. Um, obviously, the draft is here in a couple weeks. If you've been following along with that large bid, um, we have been doing our mock draft team by team instead of going pick by pick. So we're filling that in slowly, but surely we have an episode coming up Monday. where We fill out the remainder of the lottery teams. And when everything's over, we'll obviously put a sheet up. But obviously, it seems like <clears throat> even though there's not a consensus, number one, it seems like we kind of know who the top three are going to be. Um, there's a lot of moving around. There's a lot of talks about Denny Avisham moving up to the Golden State Warriors Oof. and not ending up with the Chicago Bulls. I, that's smoke. That's smoke. Yeah, it's exactly. Everything basically feels like smoke right now. Um, but the one thing I'm hearing a lot that people are talking about and Wendy discussed it is that James Wiseman's camp and his agent are trying to make sure he doesn't go to Minnesota. And this isn't because he hates Minnesota or doesn't want to play for the Timberwolves it's because Kat's there. And oh, yeah. I totally get that. Totally yeah. makes a ton of sense. Um, I don't think Kat probably wants him there either. Let's be realistic. Yeah, absolutely not. And so I think, you know, I've made my petition for James Wiseman to the Warriors very loud and clear. I'm not backing down from it. I don't know if it's going to happen, um, but you've been talking about it for literally a year. Yes, literally a year. Um, the thing that I'm finding the most interesting is apparently the team that wants LaMelo ball the most and is trying to make the most happen is the Chicago Bulls. So I think he fits perfectly with the Bulls need. I know you and I, as you know, people who've followed the Bulls franchise for a majority of our lives, have no expectations of this happening whatsoever. <laughs> um, but apparently the thing is, if the Bulls make that trade, to move up to get him because I don't see him dropping the four unless like I said, unless Denny goes two to golden state, Anthony Edwards goes one and Wiseman goes three. That's the only way that happens, which granted we were pretty nervous last year. Kobe white you wasn't going to drop hey, the seven. You could, I could, I could see Killian Hayes jumping up too. I could see somebody I wanting want him Killian as well. Hayes want right. him so bad in Chicago. I'm, I'm cool with the, I'm cool with either. Obviously LaMelo is the sexy pick. Yeah. LaMelo is like the ideal, but yeah. like, it just feels highly unlikely, but this draft, everything's possible. I mean, th- these guys have been evaluated for a year and a half longer like. than any other draft class in the history of the NBA. Yeah. So much to the point where like, you can see like the general media is like, Oh, this draft's terrible. This is worse than the Kenyon Martin draft. And now they're like, well, there's a lot of role players who have a lot of situations where they can play. Yeah. You have to, if you have like a year and a half to sit there and, overanalyze everything you're going to start talking yourself into stuff yeah and that is what everybody's doing with this draft so it's it's gonna it's gonna go down as the most over scrutinized draft probably ever um, yeah just because you know we've had too much time to look at it you know and it's just you know we didn't and on top of that we didn't have a tournament you know so we didn't really get to evaluate a lot of talent which was a big factor in you know teams drafting players and it's it's a weird year man it is so one of the things I found interesting though, that I was scr- scrolling across the Twitters the other day and I saw was 
the Celtics really won Oyeka Okongwu, which obviously to get Oyeka Okongwu from USC, you're going to have to move up quite a bit in the draft. So apparently the Celtics are willing to put all three of their first rounders together to trade up to get Okongwu. Whoa. That is a Danny Ainge move in a nutshell. And I got to, I got to be honest, if I'm them and I can make that move, I do make that move. I think um, as much as I prefer Wiseman to Okongwu, I know I'm in the minority of that. Um, apparently with NBA draft Twitter, but that's a move I make. Um, if I can get that kid to kind of be my offensive center for the next 10 years or so, pair him with Daniel Tice, I'm doing that in a heartbeat. So there's a lot of, like I said, this could very well just be smoke because it's the Celtics, yeah. but um, there's a lot of discussions of different things that could happen this draft. Um, everyone's moving up and down the board. So I don't know what to think, but draft buzz is hot right now yeah the biggest name too i'm seeing is kira lewis jr from alabama is moving up quite a bit that's that's the one that you're hearing that is moving up the most i wouldn't say hearing i'm more of like reading um okay so this is the guy who was projecting the middle of the first round for a while he just worked out for the bulls the other day is he just having really good workouts or Apparently, yeah. I mean, I really like him. I thought he was really good at Alabama. Um, I think in my at-large, in the at-large bid mock, I projected him to go to the Suns at 10. Um, but a lot of people kind of have in that Orlando 15, Portland 16 area. Um, he's one but, of those guys that could be a steal if he's taken in, in the middle of the, of, the, of the teens or could be a, a guy who, who kind of jumps up a little bit and levels out. Yes, that's... To a to a T, that's perfect. <laughs> so, give me just a moment here. My computer decided to act goofy. All right. So, I, I know we got a lot to look forward to. If you're following along, like I said, with that large bid, we're kind of updating you guys on the draft as we hear things. We're putting it on there and getting our mocks together. Um, I do want to kind of talk about one fun thing we have going on, Sean. And you and I, being avid NBA 2Kers, we have little the playstation 5 coming out next week yes as we know yes and so i wanted to kind of touch base on the new situation of nba 2k21 and the next generation um if you've been listening to our shows for years now you know that we do quite a bit of 2k discussions about players and cards and dumb things and we normally do a 2K reaction episode. Well, I thought it makes sense to wait till next year. If you see here, if you're watching the sh- our show on Facebook, we got a little bit of stream of some next-gen play. When you see this, when you see these clips and you see what, like, the presentation, um, new commentary teams, um, just the amazing AI of these players, what stands out to you, which is as far as this big jump from current gen for the PS4, Xbox uh, One people to this next step? Um, I'm going to go ahead and say just how, how fluid everything moves, um, from a graphic standpoint on this. Um, you know, I know, I mean, we've went, you and I have grown up in the video game, you know, mm-hmm. uh, evolution of, of the world. So, um, this is stuff that we've kind of been, it's kind of been ingrained in us, you know, and I, I distinctly remember getting the PlayStation one and thinking, oh man, how could graphics ever get better than this? <laughs> And like, I, like, I mean, and that was in the, the late nineties. Like I was like, how, how are things ever going to get better than this? And then you get the PlayStation two and then the three, and then, 
you know, the or the Xbox, you know, and then and then you get to the four, and here we are, we're going to a five, and I almost feel like, you know, uh, with how maxed out everything was on the PlayStation Four over the last couple of years, especially with Spider Man and some of those other big name games that were just gorgeous. Um, I, I like personally, like I'm ready for a new system, but at the same time, if I had to wait another year for same. one. I, I still could because I think the current gen is still so good. But like looking at clips like this, it's like, how could you not want to play this? It just gets more realistic year after year um, with these games. And this is just the, the first year of this generation by the time the, yeah. the, the, the end cycle of this. Because um, if you ever look back at the, you know, the 2Ks that were at the beginning of, you know, a, a new console system cycle, um, you know, the first game as opposed to the last game are very different uh, in terms of, of what they look like and how they feel and, you know, the advancements and how the players move and everything. And we're getting closer and closer to, you know, something that looks more and more like real broadcast, you know, sports. And it's incredible at this point. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm just absolutely blown away with it. The, the, you know, when they first announced the, the 2K21 next gen uh, with the with the zion yeah commercial with the sweat beating down off him and everything it's like how does it even i mean you can barely i mean just like at a glance it doesn't even look like it's not real i know and we talked a kind of bit about like and obviously our text message feed between you me and our alex was just like oh my god did you see that and it's like still we do this i mean like i think i've sent you guys like renders of players like a million times already. yeah i mean and they all look good even the even the older players you know where they didn't have face scans like kobe um you know it's uh it's just interesting to see what they're going to do i'm really looking forward to that and if you purchase the was it the mamba edition you get a free copy um if you get your playstation 5 so um um so that's a big that's a big plus if you've already purchased that and you've um you know um uh, went ahead and 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 you go ahead and get the playstation 5 you're going to have a free copy of that so that's 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 a huge thing this year um and it's and it's available day one so you of course a lot more lucky than most people that i know and were able to uh snag one on a uh on a on a hunch pure that by pure luck someone someone sent you a message about it and you ended up kind of getting the hookup Mm -hmm. um, from what I understand, though, um, I read today that uh, no PlayStation 5s, no extras will be in stores. Right. Um, so everything's and I'm assuming once they go on sale, everything's going to be online when they do put it online. And that's how it's going to go at this point. Um, not really sure when this are going to get back in stores. It's definitely going to be the this and, and the new Xbox will be the Christmas items of the year that everyone's going to try to get a hold of. Um, it's going to be madness. It is, and I already cannot wait till we get really upset about my team on next gen. Yeah, trying to learn how to redo everything again after, because uh, you know I don't know how many people that are listening were playing 2K at the beginning of the season, but the game um, at the beginning of the year was uh, not fun. It was notoriously difficult this year. It was it was uh, so grindy and terrible. You couldn't make a shot doing anything and they had to do a bunch of adjustments for the game to actually be playable again because i there were people there were several people that were ready to walk away mm -hmm. um so they did fix that they listened to the feedback uh, after i don't know a week and a half and uh, they 
they fix some stuff but um one thing i'm really looking forward to and this is like is a big like you know audiophile guy like myself um it is this new um 3d audio technology yeah. that sony is pushing with this system um i'm a big audio guy and um, i'm definitely going to be um investing in the uh the new headset that they're going to be bringing out um you know I'm, i've 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 invested into Dolby Atmos already, so like, which is incredible, and like now I want to see what this is all about too. So it's like, you know, um, this could be who knows, this could be something that you know revolutionizes, revolutionizes you know, uh, you know, home audio again. So um, you never know. I mean, I, I haven't had a chance to try it out yet, so I'm I'm very interested to see how that works. Yes, I agree. All right, last thing I want to touch on before we get out of here is just kind of talk about a few teams and some new uniforms that have been released. Oh, yes. And as we all know, I'm a big Jersey guy. I'm a big fan of everything with like, with classic throwbacks. Um, Sean calls me the ultimate sucker of nostalgia, the king of FOMO, Tim Daniel, and that's 100% accurate. Um, yep. The first team I want to look at here, so if you're following along, you're watching our Facebook stream, I'm going to bring this up on the screen. Um, the Brooklyn Nets going back to the classic Drazen Petrovic, Derek Coleman era jersey. Love which it. we have here love, love it. it love the red and white stripes here love the blue with like kind of like the oh, sort of kind of like denim tie-dye kind of look i love the i love well yeah it's, it's slightly updated um yeah but the one thing i like about it um i don't particularly like the uh i don't particularly like the color scheme of the brooklyn nets right now right and you're not big on the black and white and not big on the black and white I just, I just you know as someone grew up watching the nets over the years it's not their color scheme um, so this is, uh, this is a lot of fun. This is a lot of fun, especially for, for old fans of the New Jersey days. Um, really, really like these. Yeah. I know that like, this is like asking to like get into my, like asking for my, just my this debit is, card. Gonna... Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, here's my favorite so far of the announcements is this one. It's, uh, the golden state warriors as I get ads that pop up or the election, you know, that's cool. <laughs> Um, this is not working out as well as I thought. So I don't know how the NBA desktop guys do this, but there shout out go. to them. So here it is right here. They're going with the Oakland classic. We believe style look. Yeah. Love it. Big I dig fan. it. I dig it. I think this is, uh, cause, uh, Steph was kind of on the, the end of that era Yeah, when he, when he got there. So those are, uh, those are great jerseys. I'm, I'm very happy about that, but some of these city jerseys, man. Yeah. Which the last one I want to touch on before we get into that is right here so the lakers have been doing a tribute to kobe and shaq and magic johnson this time around elgin baylor going with this classic look here apparently uh, elgin baylor was a part of the design of this jersey oh so big fan i like it yeah it kind of throws back to the uh uh obviously the elgin baylor days but also kind of the uh yeah you know, I feel like it kind of throws a little bit of homage back to the Minnesota days as well. Mm -hmm. So, um, um, you know, it's, uh, it, it's, it's a decent Jersey. I'm not, like, yeah. I don't think it's, I don't think it's as, as great as like, you know, the, the Showtime era jerseys or anything right. like that in any, any way. Um, but it's, it's decent. I like it a lot. Yeah, there are some definitely some bad out there, including the Chicago Bulls uh, and playing a tribute to the play Chicago. Yes. The musical Chicago, I should say. My girlfriend, who likes musicals, mind you, even went, no, not a fan. Yeah, not a fan. Um, so that was kind of a, like a, you know, fell short. Um, 
the Suns one looks like breakout as our former co-host Alex Derrickson has described it. Yeah, um, it's it's bad. Yeah, it's bad. And then I don't mind the Blazers one as much, but I'm not in love with it. It says Oregon across it. Yeah, that one's okay. It's a just yeah. it's just okay. I'm not I'm not super impressed with any of those. It's just like like you know me, I'm gonna always just be like, just go back to your whatever mm-hmm. your your classic design was and just roll with it. Like and the Mavericks did. Like the who, Mavericks did. Yes. Paying tribute to the Rolando Balkman days. Yeah. Bringing back the court even. Yeah, I like that. That's a that's a, that's a it's a vet move. Yeah. So <laughs> Dallas Mavericks uh you know, merchandise team. I'm just letting you guys know now, if you release classic jerseys of classic players and you release those uniforms and you put out an old number 32 Jamal Mashburn, just go ahead and send it to my house. Just just send it here. <laughs> I will wear it. I will support it. It's, you know, it will be mine. So just just do it. Just take my money now. Yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um but yeah, there's just, you know, the City Edition, I think, is cool. Uh, the Heat are doing another tribute to Miami Vice with, like, a white one with, like, the number, like, the jer- like the- so here's my take on the Heat. Absolutely love everything they do. I think the Miami Vice things are, you know, they jump out. They're attractive. They're, like, good to the eye. If you guys want to go full-time where it's, like, the blue one's your alternate jersey, the white one from your first year's your home jersey, the, like, black one's your away jersey, and you just want to do that full-time and maybe keep the red jersey as an alternate, I'm cool with that. Just do it. Like they look great. Everyone loves them. I'm, I've got the shorts. Um, just, no one's ever seen like the Miami Vice jersey and been like, I don't like that. No one ever has. So just make it your full time thing and we're all cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I agree with you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Completely. All right. So is there anything else we need to touch on before we get out of here? It's kind of a slow news week. It's it not, is. It's not, it's not a big news week. You know, it's all been a U.S. election and we we're just trying to be here tonight. Just kind of break that up, break up the monotony of that and, uh, and move on. And uh, maybe next week we will see each other on the other side of that. Yes. See you on the <laughs> other side, Ray. So let you guys know what is coming up the next couple of weeks. Um, next week at large bid will be available Monday morning. Uh, like I said, we're going to do the remainder of the draft selections for the lottery teams and we'll also have later in that week our ACC and SEC previews up because college basketball is the week after the NBA draft because this is just the year we're in. Yeah. Um, I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. The week after that is the NBA draft. Um, so we have, you know, no idea exactly what we're doing there, but we'll figure something out. And then the week after that, I am on vacation. It is Thanksgiving. So, Sean, I thought that might be a good week to do our Celtics fantasy draft. What do you think? Sounds like a good good plan. Yes. So to be on the lookout for that, uh, we're, you know, obviously now getting ready for a new season already. So thank you all for as always just tuning in. We're excited to see this quick turnaround uh, next summer. You might not see us again for until the season starts because we'll be tired from this, but we're going to do the best we can. Everyone have a good night. Thank you all for tuning in as always. Appreciate it. <laughs>